Joined by my co-hosts, uh, Levi Dunning. Yeah. And Tyler Alabady. Hi. Uh, so yeah, the, this week, this week uh, was picked uh, by Tyler. He decided to uh, switch it up a little bit after we gushed over uh, Handsome American. We decided to gush over a uh, Handsome Canadian. New Zealander instead. Um, that is, that's kind of America, right? <laughs> I, I, it's North American. It's still counts. North American, yeah. Attractive North American. We've decided to switch it up, and uh, now we're going to gush over a New Zealander uh, for I don't know a couple hours. Um, so yeah, uh, I mean Jermaine. Like I, I grew up watching Flight of the Concords because it's the sort of like weird humor I liked. Um, I'm sure y'all did too. I enjoy him tremendously. I, I've I saw them live uh, at the Oddball Comedy Fest. Whoa! Oh, Dave Chappelle headlined it. Hannibal Burris and Kristen Shaw. Yes, and just went there without me, and I'm really jealous. Oh. Dude, it was a banger. Yeah. Except for that, you couldn't hear a word during the Flight of the Concord set. Like it was, and I'm not totally unfamiliar, but I think Jared and I have talked about this a lot. I don't really dig comedy music. Um, I like to keep them separated. I take you're not. A no, weird man, out. I'm all about it. Are you not in a weird out at all? No, I no. love Rocky Road. Fat. I, I've nothing. seen Weird Al live in concert twice, and it's two of my favorite <laughs> concerts. <laughs> like one was his traditional, <laughs> traditional like doing costume changes and all these crazy things between sets, and then one was uh, it was two years ago it was the completely ill-advised Vanity Tour. Oh, it was just him and his band just sitting on stage, uh, playing instead of all their parodies. They're pastiches so like all the songs in the vein of other people and it was fantastic i was in like the second row it was insane that sounds more fun to me it was it was great he's a talented dude uh, yeah i don't i don't um i'm not uh suggesting that that's not the case it's just not my thing adam sandler you didn't grow up like liking adam sandler oh dude eight crazy nights the the original like the song that he did on snl a lot of his songs you know i, I dig that stuff but he's like you know, that's. I, I don't think I would ever go out and buy a CD of like a musical set, but I would be happy to see him pick up the guitar for, you know, a, the purpose of a, a joke. The first MP3 player I owned had two Adam Sandler albums on it and two Weird Al albums, and like, I think Jimmy Buffett. Oh my yeah, God. Very diverse taste in music. <laughs> Cheeseburger in Paradise. Hey, right, man. Baby. What can I say? My parents were paired heads through and through. So I just raided their their stash. My dad just fishes. <laughs> I didn't even know Parrot Heads really existed until I met you. I mean, he's hey, you you didn't go to any of the Parrot Head conventions. I went to one in Galveston. <laughs> it was a hotel room. Uh, I was hit on by a very old lady when I was like fourteen, and it um, was uh, traumatizing. Uh, she just wanted to dance, uh, which was yeah. very strange because uh, <laughs> even then I did not know how to women uh, throwing themselves at me, especially older women. Um, but Do you know that's how to not use a margaritaville machine? Today. What can I say? I got, <laughs> I got the moves, baby. Um, so yeah, I started with Fly the Concords in college. Uh, we also met uh, the, of course, now world-famous Taika Waititi. 
Um, and they did like touring sketch comedy together uh, where he also went off and did Flight of the Concords. Uh, but it's where he got a lot of his start. Um, so we're going to talk about a little bit of his TV uh, career and then his movies. Um, and I know at some point Tyler will have some conspiracy he'll want to get into. Not much. Um, you always dig for the best. Um, we had Tyler on the case. Uh, what, yeah, what, what were you able to come with so for, uh, Jermaine? Tyler's Conspiracy Corner. Tyler's Conspiracy Corner. Yeah. You want to talk about that right now? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, well, I want I want to get real weird about it, and then we'll we'll pull back and do movies. Okay. So, given that he kind of arrived onto the Hollywood scene kind of late, like he didn't, I don't know, like the official late like, in his life. Yeah, like it wasn't like you know Ryan Gosling where he was in like Mickey Mouse Club, and then like sure, yeah. So they're in in that way they're kind of like almost outsiders. Like they kind of just got big, and then more and more like Taika got good bit roles, and then Jimmy got picked up into movies and shit, right? So we can cuss on here, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. I think we've so, had this discussion every, every episode so far. <laughs> good. Okay, <laughs> so um, there's not much. I'll, I'll be honest. I, uh, I, didn't, I didn't get as deep as I wanted to this time, so I spent not as long as I like to admit just trying to find anything. And the best I could get, okay, is Jermaine's pretty squeaky clean. Like, he's a pretty – even on his – like, he's, he's relatively private. Like, you don't get much of his personal life in this and that. There's not a lot of – and he's also not like as prominent as like someone like Ryan Gosling or, you know, like Beyonce or something, where you could just Google, like their name and then just write a, a fringy word next to it, and then you'll probably read pages of like, you know, conjecture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but what I did find was um, people that believe uh, Taika is has been groomed and taken into the Illuminati, thus explaining his success in Hollywood, not based on the merit of his of it, or content of his movies or art at all, right? but because oh he's God. like right so i found this video it has until our audience watches it, it has 448 views right now and it came out last year <laughs> it's called taika white but illuminati <laughs> oh yeah the, we'll, we'll put a link to that the in video, the description. yeah please the video the video description just says have faith in jesus christ <laughs> and it's <laughs> it's this guy looking at his of at, at taika's instagram page and like showing all the symbolism that Taika has, like, doing, like, the like covering his eye and, like, just weird oh, shit. Oh, there's a triangle here. That yeah, means yeah. That there's the pyramid. And, and then he does, like, the okay symbol. And then he uh, and then there's one where it's him in his underwear with his ass out, and it says legalized gay, like, on the underwear. <laughs> <laughs> and people, and it's what's crazier is the comments. Like, I thought people were like, oh, man, this was hilarious. So, like, I don't know, you're kind of crazy. But everybody's just like, you're doing God's work. Bless you. Like, God bless. And, like, everybody's just saying all this really... <laughs> Really churchy stuff, Adam. I don't know. It was really. You can share my bean store. Yeah, <laughs> there's such a weird crossover of conspiracy and Jesus, and it's so weird to me. Okay, so I was thinking about that. Right? Is there's definitely I realize a hard boiled thing that happens where there are people that like are digging into truth, and then there's people that just speculate and and they get out of a normal frame of mind, and what happens is it it it, it boils into this like at least for these people, not like actual conspiracy theorist people, but just people that are just convinced of like, yeah, not like vague UFOs, abstract. Yeah, cool. Right. But like vague abstract stuff that they don't even kind of understand, but they just think it's there, like without any real 
information even being read, right? And so it always boils down to, though, that the forces of evil and of Illuminati are like in Hollywood, and thus they have to carry on the battle of Jesus and like combat it with the light, thereby having to expose the truth via like YouTube videos. If, yeah, if y'all man. get invited to join, would y'all would y'all jump on that Illuminati train? So, the Illuminati are like a group of you know anti-Illuminati Jesus people. No, no, no. the Illuminati. This is this yes. is me saying like yes. we want to put it out there pretty early yes. on. Like Illuminati, yeah, we're ready. Uh, Contact just, me. We we got our we got our triangles ready. I want to be the next Batman. Um, email livefree73 at gmail.com. That's my fake email. I'm, so I, I'm actually been in contact with some people from like prepper websites. Ooh. Um, I emailed a guy the other day from a from my livefree73 at gmail.com because I figured that was, you know, I couldn't just be Levi Dunning. Um, yeah. And let me read you the first paragraph of the posting that I responded to, just to like, oh, to prove yes, Tyler's please. point. It's always it's always um, like non sequiturs that lead into like Jesus or the Illuminati. Uh, we are developing a born again Christian community for a totally self sufficient community in the mountains. This is a gorgeous location nestled in between mountains with a good view of the road. We have room, but not for much longer. Even though Donald Trump was elected. The elite, the Hollywood elites, plan to collapse the world economy. So, respond fast. That's the sentence. <laughs> <laughs> and then they go on. There's, there's, you know, paragraphs and paragraphs of the, these people listing their skills as if they're like, you know, like so they're what, like. What do you we bring know to the commune? combat? We know. Uh, we we know uh, biotechnology. We get, we know astrology. Like it's just like lists of all these skills. Uh, so what did you sell? What was, what were you like? Okay, live live free seventy three year. Cook I, ex navy. I, I I make a good good martini. Uh, chili, chili. <laughs> I make a good chili. You, my chili will get you through the apocalypse before you. Any know kind it. of meat. Any kind of meat. Roadkill chili. chili. That's my speciality. Cat chili. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I just these these people are. Uh, yeah, there's I've I've stumbled across a lot of Illuminati gazing just in trying to like contact these people, um, and it's always yeah it's always the Hollywood elite and the Illuminati and the opposition is clearly Jesus. It's really interesting. Well, I think this is how we make it in. So uh, when we when we make it big, you know, it's because we join the Illuminati after this episode. So I just want to make sure that we make that very clear. Yeah. I, w- I want to give a very clear soundbite for the crazy YouTube videos that come out. Like, we asked to join. That's all. Yes. I'm in the Illuminati. Also, I feel like, though, I do think I, I'm, I'm excited to see it more often as we do these, is I want to celebrate when someone gets so successful that they get the stamp of being in Illuminati now by the public. You know what I'm saying? Because that yeah, means you level did a really good job. Take? What was you say? Who I don't recently, know. like, probably a recent joiner would be, like, jennifer lawrence like two years ago yeah joined yeah, yeah. or um who recently joined? was tycho joined was that when he got tapped to do thor like was yeah. that what let him do yes. Thor? yes yes and then yeah yes absolutely okay so yeah. it makes sense at least we're able to pinpoint when it happened <laughs> they watched thor first and they thought it was funny and then they let him in yes Okay, but we're here today to talk about Jermaine. 
so let me go through real quick the uh, the list of uh, movies slash TV shows that we went over, and we'll kind of just go through them one by one. Um, so uh, what we do in the shadows, uh, Moana, Gentleman Broncos, Eagle vs. Shark, Flight of the Concords, People, Places, Things, Patrick, Humor Me, Don Verdine, Don Verdon, I still don't know how to say Verdine. it. Verdine. Don Verdine, uh, Men in Black 3, and An Evening with Beverly Laughlin. Jerry, did uh, you watch Don Verdine? Because they say his uh, name no. a million times. Okay. <laughs> no. It's like they say his it was name a million times. the one I didn't get a chance to see. It's okay. It's okay. I didn't watch. Well, we'll talk about it. But yeah. I didn't watch Patrick. Nobody watched Patrick. It's Bavarian. Yeah, I was just going to let exist. you. I was, I was just going to cut to that movie and say, Tyler, what would you think about it? And just see how long you could scramble talking about it. I wasn't going to bullshit um, this yeah. time. It's a Bavarian pa- movie. It looks hella interesting, but it is yes. impossible to find. Yes. Like, I, I tried to. I tried to go on the seventh season, find it. It was not available there. We should have tweeted Jermaine. Um, oh yeah, I bet he just Real he talk. would like rip it for us. Yeah, right. Send it. Send us the DVD. You never know. What is the seven C's? He replies more I than would, you think. Pirate Bay. I, I was. I was saying I was trying oh, to cut that out. But oh, I was, you're trying to be cute. I was being I'm sorry about it. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, yeah. Your cover. I'm trying to be sneaky. I mean, we're trying to get with the Illuminati. They can't know I pirate Levi. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, I, I I I bought everything I've ever watched. By the way. Yeah, I mean, you should see his DVD collection. It is uh, <laughs> yeah. a problem in his relationship. Um, yeah. So we're going to start with uh, what we do in the shadows. Yay! My favorite Halloween movie, besides Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that that's the first time I saw Jermaine was in What We Do in the Shadows. Really? Not yeah, Flight of the Concords? No, I wasn't into Flight of the Concords. Well, I, I suppose I saw him live without really knowing who he was but the first time that i was aware of him as an actor was was when i saw what we do in the shadows well he was so he's so magnetic in it too he's great so so good well i think when i saw that movie i I, it taika's sensibility had kind of grown out of the the awkward core and like all of the things about indie film in the late aughts that were kind of sticking to his projects what we do in the shadows is something completely unencumbered by that stuff. Yeah. And yeah. I think when I saw that movie, especially in, you know, 2014 or whatever, I was like, I've never fucking seen anything like this. Like it was, you know, the closest thing that I could think of is little sketch, like pieces of British television, you know, to say it, mm-hmm. it almost feels kind of like Monty Python in parts. Um, like it just kind of like that, but also the office because it's that kind of like, the mockumentary Mocu- stuff mockumentary that became kind of popular around then but I, like he just takes it a lot more interesting places yeah um, you know it almost got a sequel it was going to be called we are wolves yeah, spelled we, like we yeah. are wolves I, I think that's yeah. still in it's on the table yeah yeah it's, it's on the, the table but he's table. so famous Fingers now crossed, he's man. never it's never gonna yeah. get made yeah yeah because they're gonna keep paying him a jillion dollars to make thor movies which well, is fine well, and they, and they made the compromise with the show, which is so good. I still haven't seen season two, but it's really, really, really good. It might be my favorite show. Like, uh, that's like. What's well, got Matt Berry? Who's got the <laughs> best voice? Yeah. Father. Yeah. Father. <laughs> uh, yeah. His his. I could watch him be a sexist for twenty four hours. <laughs> God. Yeah. Is it loaded? No. <laughs> um. But yeah. So Vlad the Impaler. Uh. Um. Flat is he's fantastic. Uh, the Beast. 
the beast. Um, uh, one of my favorite little stories about that is, is the guy that plays the the human. Uh, oh God, what is his name? I just rewatched it. Are you talking about the show or the movie? The the sh- the the movie. Deacon. You're talking about the actor or the character's name? It's Deacon. Either. Right? Well, it's real embarrassing. Deacon. Um, the the the, the little it... IT guy, that Deacon. Uh, I thought he was just oh. someone who was like kind of like a friend. Yeah, no, it's like Stuart. Stu. 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 He's got those red like, cheeks. Yeah, and like he didn't <laughs> yeah. realize how much they were filming of him, and like he didn't know how much he was in the movie until he saw the like cut, and like people were cheering for him, and he That's was so like, funny. "What is happening?" But they just loved him so much. Yeah. Oh, also, um, I've got uh, the character's name is Stu. The actor's name, uh, Stu. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because like he just thought he was kind of like there hanging out, and they just like ended up cutting a bunch of stuff with him, and he found out like he was a huge part of the movie. He's kind of like the heart of the film. Yeah, he's been in three things, uh, and yeah, he's just Taika's friend. Yeah, that's funny, <laughs> and that's just so great. Like that is the most wholesome prank. Like, hey, buddy, made you the star of this movie. Gotcha, <laughs> punked New Zealand style. Do you guys have a favorite movie out of this list, by the way? We can't. Are we doing that now? Okay, or okay. No, 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 no it's wait, later. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, sorry, sorry. It, it's later, but this okay. one definitely is, is up. I'm excited to talk about that, though. I was thinking about this last night after Tyler and I watched Men in Black 3. I was like, I was so excited, A, about the ending to Men in Black 3 being so cool and yeah. great. Yeah. But um, just thinking about which of these weird ass movies is my favorite and i i think i have an answer it's gonna it's gonna be a game time decision but yeah because it's the theme of the the this week is just a lot of weird movies well there's no no blockbusters there's no you know no there's there's Uh, other than men in black three yeah and moana moana yeah, yeah, Moana. We have kind of the opposite problem. Remember with, with Jodie Foster, we were like, oh, or with Kathy Bates, we were like, oh, she's in all these amazing movies that we're excited to watch, but she's, you know, playing these Five tiny roles. Jemaine is yeah. the lead of all kinds of just obscure and <laughs> This movie has projects. a budget of a million dollars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like he's a yeah. bunch of like micro and mini pictures, which is super fun yeah. because it's not exactly what I envisioned you know the form of the podcast working in and now i believe yeah, that we can works. do anyone because i'm excited about jermaine clement uh so next up we have moana moana i kind of <laughs> want i want like a like those little dumb pop figures i've got a couple that people have given me um i would love a little like crab like his little crab from the movie his name um, is hold and, on i had it up what's his I, name i just know shiny because it gets stuck in yeah, my head shiny what is it? Uh, which which just reminds me of their Tamatoa. Tamatoa, yeah. It just reminds me of um. If you really think about it, it's just David their David Bowie song from Concords, like that. Yeah. That yeah. I mean that's that's what it is. But like yeah. that song gets stuck in my head like once a month. I'll just be like going along and then, oh it's shiny and it's, it's really so good. great. He's uh, yeah. Shakespeare. I a person that is as we talked about and we're probably going to continue to. I'll, I'll shorten it, but yeah, I'm not usually into musical numbers in movies. Um, and that is going to change by the time we get through. The well, Mo- Moana is also an exception from fucking front to back. I love, they start singing in that movie and I start shaking it. Like it's, it's so joyful. 
Well, Alan Tudyk's the chicken. Tudyk is a fucking incredible man. It, behind the scenes, like he's talking about, I went to Juilliard as he's just like clucking. <laughs> uh, it's fantastic. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, they got the little. He's gonna be like, he's gonna be episode twenty of the show. I'm just calling that now. I was gonna say his career. Like, I bet that that would be an incredible episode to do in like yeah. you know twenty years because he's just you know he's gonna continue to get the weirdest part, like non-human parts in movies that have a ton of money to spend. Yeah. Or he's uh, a lovable redneck, or he's a pilot, or, like, he's got all these crazy roles. Or a pirate. Yeah. Or a pirate, yeah, Steve the Pirate. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't I, really know what mo- what more to say about Moana, because he's only really in, I don't know, ten minutes of it. He's in ass scene. We can, we can, you guys have anything to say about Dwayne? I was going to say, did anybody have a problem with his character's face? Uh, well, like, he's supposed to be a demigod. I know, it just looked weird. You know what I'm saying? Say was it because it was brown, Tyler? Well, <laughs> besides that, it was also like, it was kind of round. He kind of looked waxy, and his eyes were like kind of sunken in and close together, and he had like these, I don't know, there's something about it. I just wanted to like punch him in the face. I, I, was, I was surprisingly impressed with how well he sang. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah, he for sure. Great. No, I like Dwayne Rock Johnson. I it's just, the best it, thing he's he done in a long him. time, I think, because he's he's now doing action movie where he plays the That's same character. That's just because you haven't seen Hobbs and Shaw, but I haven't seen Hobbs and Shaw, but like I, I've seen those Juman the Jumanjis. I I think the Jumanjis are not good. Um, no, and it's mostly because he's not a comedic lead, you know. Yeah. Like, have you thought about this? All of our 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 most our our first build comedic actors in comedies at this point in time are Dwayne the Rock Johnson, fucking John Cena. They're all like, they're they're people who aren't comedians. They don't really or I mean Ryan Reynolds kind of. Yeah, but he's not telling jokes. You know, like we most of our actors because comedy is in such a weird place. Like, I uh, I don't know. I've I've. We don't have to go on it, but I just think I like, like every time I see a comedy, I'm like, oh, who's is it starring The Rock or John Cena? You know. Well, there's what about some... like Game Night? Game Night was really good. Yeah. Jason Bateman's not a comic, but that movie rules, and it's an outlier, a hundred percent. Game. He's a hundred percent a comic. He's he plays a straight man in everything he's ever done. It doesn't make him not a comic. I was gonna say that that is a very important part of I'm, any comedy. I'm sorry. A I'm sorry, Jared. Using, I, will, using, I will reach into your your recording closet and get you. Using game night is is a trick. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Uh, okay. Uh, so next <laughs> we have uh, gentleman Broncos. Oh, and Mark Woo! Wahlberg. He's apparently a comic actor now. Oh God. Sorry, but yeah, gentleman no. Broncos. Go 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 for it. So this is uh, one that Tyler is very excited for us to see. I fucking love um, this movie. I, this is the beginning of Jermaine, like, kind of using those, like, weird accents. Him not he doing does, a Kiwi accent. Yeah, and he, he's usually pretty good, but it's just, it's always very particular. I am going to go on record early and say that I, I also officially love Gentleman Broncos. Ronald Chevalier. It's great. It's so good. It's it's, so it's very fun. Up, it's it's, it's so funny. It's so. It's funny. just so much of a fucking Jared Hess movie. But, but it's, it's so just much better than Napoleon Dynamite. Weird it's, characters. Everything that worked about Napoleon Dynamite 
or like yes. it also has, and everything that doesn't work about Napoleon Dynamite that is also in Jalen Broncos, it's gone. Or if it's yeah, they there, have Sam Rockwell just fucking it's a, it's, shooting for the goddamn stars the yeah. entire movie. But it's like it's so the good. most somehow Jared Hess who feels mostly like you know style this weird style and awkwardness and artifice like somehow gentleman like broncos feels yeah yeah <laughs> the gentleman right? broncos feels it feels so incredibly warm and authentic and real yes yes gentleman broncos yeah, is a movie yes. that is straight totally. up touching 100% yes. of the time yes. if not charming like there's a dude, snake Gen- that shits on a dude. Like there's dude. just weird parts. <laughs> yeah, dude, Jennifer Coolidge. Okay, no, let me tell you how I came across this movie. I'm flipping across the guide in like 2010 or something, and it's like Jennifer Broncos. I was like, what's this? And I click it, and then it's it's Sam Rockwell or whatever grabbing that guy's head and him just throwing up all that pink vomit stuff. I was like, what <laughs> yeah. the fuck is this? And then I keep watching. I was like, this is incredible. And then my buddy, I was like, hey, have you seen this? I started describing it. He just goes, oh, Gentleman Broncos. And then he gives me the DVD and I watched it like twice and I was like, this is the fuck, this is the best movie ever. Like, I love it so much, dude. I, it was Sentry yeah. Bucks. What were the deers called? Sentry Does? Battlestags. Battlestags. <laughs> dude, Jennifer Cool's in that movie. Watch She's it incredible. again, and you realize, she, dude. Me and my girlfriend recite her her giving her giving her little portfolio of her designs. We'll talk. We talk about that at least like once every two weeks. Like we'll just go over her designs again. Just, all she the makes me want to cry so in that movie. Weird. It's yeah. a it's, really a, it's a funny and a great <laughs> tragic performance. Yeah. 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 And by dude, the way, Jared, the Tyler. Hit, yeah. I, I think Tyler lent me one of his two copies of this movie. Five years ago, yes, and I didn't watch it, <laughs> and I gave it back so, to him. Do you feel like a dummy now? I do. So this was the the big secret. Like this is the big reason that Tyler was all in to start the podcast again. He's like, I, that's why he recommended Jermaine. It I all mean, makes sense now. Yes, <laughs> just to get you to watch this movie. It's, it's straight that's up half the reason why I said Jermaine. It was what we do in the shadows and Gentleman Broncos. That was it's like the easily reason. Gentleman Broncos is the best Jared Hess movie by. By such an incredible margin. Uh, that I'll agree with wholeheartedly. But it's yeah. also, I was laughing from fucking there? minute one until the end. Except for, I'm mad about one thing. When he yes. throws up during the premiere, and then she kisses him and has throw up on her mouth. Oh, yeah. I, was, <laughs> that, I was really I almost mad. had to turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the shitting snake, if you watch the bloopers for that, it's so funny. Because <laughs> they're trying to get the take just right. <laughs> and, like, you could tell they're... Uh, I forget his name, dude, but it's funny because you could tell the first time they had it come out, like, way too slow. And then the second time it comes out, like, way too fast. But then you can tell they just... <laughs> that's the one they kept. <laughs> it's just, like, exploding and spurting out of the snake. Dude, it's so funny. Um, oh, man. Oh, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, yeah, I, I am sorry that I didn't make that the movie we were going to watch together because that was, like, that was the one. But I um, like Lufflin yeah. a lot. I'm, I'm glad we didn't. Yeah, Lufflin was good. Lufflin was good. Whoever's watching, please watch that movie. Please. It's, it's, I've only seen it once, and I was so taken with it. Um, I, I do recommend watching it. Just know you're in for a Napoleon Dynamite-esque ride. Yeah, I I would I wouldn't even listen to him. Just <laughs> the the lead actor, the who plays the kid, uh Michael Angarano or whatever. Yeah. 
the way that he looks so Jemaine Clement is like his idol in the film he's a sci-fi author who he really respects um, he goes to a convention and gets to like you know ask him some questions and see him talk the way that he looks at Jemaine in that movie with just total and complete adoration and respect is one of the sweetest things in like the 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 whole time it's maybe the most touched I've been since you know since I've seen well I've only seen two movies which are Beverly Loughlin and uh, whatever we watched together for Gosling but um, this is uh, did we establish did we establish that bit off mic Jerry yeah okay all right so never mind um yeah it's it's very touching and i love it and it's great yes i think we did that was a, an off canon off mic non-canon bit okay so never um, mind i've seen more than two movies then three whole movies um uh so next up we have eagle versus shark so this is like beginning taika watiti like this is a lot of what i think of when i think of his type of movie like this hunt for the wilder people like just interesting characters except for hunt for the, um, hunt for the wilder people is great and eagle versus shark oh it's is, fantastic it's kind of bad yeah it was good for the like time. this yeah like i i remember watching it back then and being like oh this is fun like jermaine's yeah. really cool that lead actress whose name i forget was really interesting but yeah rewatching it, it's just like oh, this is just a it lot of so, weird people. Yeah, it just feels so definitive of that sort of genre of the time of like quirky, kind of funny, meek, you know, little coming of age thing. Or, as yeah, much as like, I don't think I hate the movie, but I am happy that that exact type of movie doesn't get made anymore. You know? Yeah. Well, it's it's a shitty protagonist. Like the person you're supposed to be rooting for is kind of shitty. Yeah. That's well, and I wanted to talk about he's playing an archetype that I'm kind of interested in because I don't think I've ever defined it. He's like a man child who knows karate and is like incredibly inconsiderate but like wildly confident, you know? Like safety Dwight not, or sa- Step Brothers. Safety not guaranteed, same character. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. like or Napoleon Dynamite. Like they're reprehensible yeah. but you feel incredibly sorry for them and they always, you know, think they know martial arts and are just yeah. like a dick to everyone. Yeah. Um, well, and do you guys also, remember? You can also laugh at them, so it makes it redeemable in a way. Yeah, yeah, but that's a that's an archetype that like I've, I guess, I'd never thought about its existence, but like it's a it's a character type, and it's I like lived a, with one. It's like beta alpha male. Like, do you guys remember the, uh, my my old roommate who like would sit on the roof and like throw stars and like used to yes. like steal food from the kitchen to hoard in his bedroom? Don't say a yes. name, by the way. Well. Okay. I, I, I didn't know you then, so if I do yeah, actually we... say it, it's just because I re forgot it, and then just saying a random name by coincidence. By yeah, the way, he had people camping out in tents in our backyard and spinning fire, and had a rave while we all like went to a party one night and didn't say He's a furry now. By the uh, way. That is... actually, he's running for Congress. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You could say his name, but we'll have to bleep it out. But don't say. Uh, but yeah, that's just. I think that. Uh, Jermaine in Ted that Cruz. role is really like he's so likable and that it like it makes it a little bit bearable um and yeah, also Taika just an asshole exactly yeah yeah I don't know I don't have anything to say about that I just think that, like, <laughs> yeah I just <laughs> yeah I mean it 
Tycho's grown a long way, and it's kind of fun to see kind of like his early stuff. Um, well, he still has an incredible, incredible repertoire of jokes, even in a movie that's like kind of like emotionally tone deaf and and strange. Yeah. The jokes are amazing. Yeah, yeah. Like when he beats up the guy in the wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you think he's gonna go give him a hug and then he hits him with the nunchuck. <laughs> it's, it's so funny. I just like it when it's that scene of Jermaine in the garage, like making was he making these crazy ass masks or something? And he's just like, if I stop doing this, I'm going to die. Like, he oh, it's can't. his candles. Yeah, 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 his candles. This he's, is where like, I make yeah. my candles. Yeah. If I stop creating, I will I'll just die. die. He, he's, yeah, he, they're sitting on the bench on the beach. He's yeah. God. I'm just too complicated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. and it's the, it's definitely self-aware. Like I think that for the type me saying it's the type of movie I'm happy they don't make anymore. Like this is the type of movie that is critical of those other move like the films that it is like in a big way. Yeah. Because Jemaine is so clearly insane and terrible. Yeah, I mean, I feel like at the end of the day Taika's sincerity still kind of comes through. So even if it isn't like the best movie ever, it's still it can still hold up out of just I don't know I feel like there there really is like an authentic sincerity in like the comedy and the characters and stuff so yeah it has a lot of really great stuff in it for sure yeah yeah it feels genuine also I like the way that people in New Zealand say burger they say booga booga (laughs) booga I feel like I don't want to offend any New Zealanders but I get the impression at least from Fly the Conquerors that they're just more intelligent shy australians you know what i'm saying or at least that's what they make it out to be i don't know i i think uh i don't know a lot about new zealand i think they want to keep are they the i don't know the way the atlanta is like the cultural center of the south are they the the cultural center of that part of the world Like they're the Atlanta of no. Australia. <laughs> uh, no. No. <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I, 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 think that I've never been able to get past the insane way. This is actually a good time to to hear Jared's New Zealand accent. Oh, you son of a bitch! I was gonna do it to you. <laughs> uh, and I don't know if I can do one now. I'll give you um, mine. I'll give you mine. Oh, please. Where's the car? <laughs> we asked for New Zealand, not Brooklyn. No, that's what they say in the show. That's this reference to Fly of the Concords. He's like, Australians are all like, where's the car? And New Zealand people are more like, where's the car? <laughs> it's like the same voice. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you guys would get that. Never mind. Or like, you know, uh, while we're doing the shadows, I love that guy. The guy that plays the werewolf, I forget his name, man. I used to, I can, I used to be able to, I used to remember. But he, when he says, "Chain yourself up, you dickhead," it's so definitive. <laughs> we're werewolves, like, not swearwolves. Yeah, we're werewolves, not swearwolves. It's so funny, but yeah. So there you go. There's mine. Give me yours, Jerry. Manager, we have we have two whole fans. It's great. We got a show. This one's actually gonna pay this time, guys. It's good. <laughs> good one. That was a good one. That was good. good. Job. I got mine is one word. It's a it's a name, you you know they say uh, they say Jif instead of Jeff, <laughs> or, like Bridget, or right for fish and chips it's fush and chups. 
They just they yeah. squish all their vowels and mix them around, man. Have you ever my by friend the way, said <sighs> I've said what? Brit to somebody and they didn't get it, so now I was just a weird asshole. Brit. I was, they were just Brit. like uh, Brit something, and I was just like, oh hey Brit, and like Brit. they're like yeah. what what the fuck are you talking about? And I was like nothing, man. Sorry. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I'll just get your food, sir. I'm sorry. So that's a good place to get to uh, Flight of the Concords. Uh, Joe, I watched like I rewatched like an episode. It's very fun. Honestly, didn't rewatch any of it, but I don't have to because I've seen a bunch. Of, I've seen it all twice. <laughs> I've seen a bunch all all of it twice. We have it on DVD. That so. Oh yeah, never yeah, mind. <laughs> Jermaine, Jermaine is very uh, uh, pivotal or a very. Uh, it's a big he's a big figure in the early days of me and Jess because she was obsessed with him so she got me she like lent me a bunch of Jermaine Clement shit like the Fly the Concords DVDs and like Eagle vs. Shark and all that stuff so um yeah I've seen she him, made I've you seen grow a beard huh she made you grow a beard yes she was trying to make it happen oh don't let me forget I wanted to ask with when we do like favorite performance favorite movie I want to know what you think his sexiest role is <laughs> Oh yeah, easy. But yeah, we'll talk about it. All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, Father Cochran's. What else can you say? Um, would you say if you had a favorite comedy music group, would that be it, uh, Levi? I don't know, man. I <laughs> I don't think I have one. Yeah, I was gonna Tenacious say, out of, D. Out of Tenacious Ooh. D. Right. So ten- there's Tenacious D. Fly the Concords. Uh, I guess Weird Al Yankovic technically counts as Lonely Island. Lonely Island. Oh wait, I made you listen to the Sloppy Boys on the drive. Do you do you remember that? I made I you listen to the Sloppy Boys. You. Um, <laughs> yeah, I so I watched that Bobby <sighs> the Bash Brothers thing from the Lonely Island recently. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. How was it? And it, it's great. I'm not interested in it. I I have like there's something wrong with I, I just it's not my thing. I. I think I have to go Tenacious D because my my dad I was into their their like first record and then my dad got me the Pick of Destiny DVD and the Pick of Destiny CD nice. when like early on in our like relationship you know um, by the way uh, Tyler's mom and Greg Greg already knows but for Tyler's mom I met my father a little later in life. Um, <laughs> he was a baby. He, he'd just been born. His yeah. father hands him a DVD of Tenacious D. <laughs> uh, he's the best, and I love him. But we, yeah, he got me Tenacious D, and I I wore that the movie specifically out. Uh, I never really listened to the CD, um, but I the the Pick of Destiny movie is something that I think I've probably seen forty times. Um, <laughs> nice. Because What's I weird had about it. that. It's like Ben Stiller, like used to be like I mean the Ben Stiller show, like Ben Stiller and that, like he used to be like a real big comedy, a guy. comic, he, yeah, yeah, he used to be funny. I and I, you know what? Turn that around. He like it whatever he did in like in like Meet the Parents when he's just like all flying nerves and bad luck, you know, that he did that for like a decade, right? Yeah, he made his money, you know. Oh, dude, he's so wealthy. He, he, sh- he showed up to the ball, and then he made his money. You know, we would all. How much you think? Hundred mil. As as much as like, I'm not you know standing Ben Stiller. I think we'd all be pretty happy to be Ben Stiller. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, he's in the Illuminati. We got it. We got to join him. 
Yeah, yeah he joined the Illuminati a long time ago. Yeah, he's also Jewish, so. Do you guys have Jewish people? But they're really good at making movies. <laughs> they are. are. The, well, it's, it's the Illuminati. Um, do you guys want to take a guess at his net worth, and then winner gets a prize? Seventy-five million. I'm gonna guess he surprisingly has less money than Jimmy Buffett, and I'm not even kidding. Jimmy Buffett has an insane amount of money, though. Jimmy Buffett's like a billionaire. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll take a guess. He ha- his net worth is uh uh $400 million. Jared, you were $25 wow. million off. He's 200 mil. Yeah, come on. You get a prize. Right. I'll give it to oh, you later. Oh, what's my prize? Uh, I'll give it to it's you later. Hug, it's a hug okay, from my mom. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll take it. <laughs> Don't say it. Like um, <laughs> too late. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 it's off the table. Um, <laughs> Hug me, mama. <laughs> um, so we have uh, people, places, things. Um, what do you guys think of that? So did, it, I know y'all didn't get a chance to watch Humor Me. I did. Um, oh, you did? Yeah. It's very similar characters, mm-hmm. like struggling artists. Yep. I like I like the character in People, Places, Things more, and I think it's because he was acting off of the small girls. Hmm. Um, yeah, but he 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 strikes me as more charming when he's got like children to act off of instead of angry old men. Yeah, um, yeah, that makes sense. The, the the opening fight scene in People Places things, where he's like give him a shirt and she just takes his shirt off and then they're arguing and her tits are out is <laughs> I forgot very about funny that. and it just made me very, like I that's the sort of stuff that just like makes me tense. I'm just Dude, like I- oh god. <laughs> I totally forgot about that, man. I've seen that. I can't even. I, I don't even remember that part. I saw. I mean, I saw the movie. Like, I mean, I didn't watch it this time around, but I watched it when it came out, like in 2016 or whatever. Like, oh, it's uh, very striking. I, I watched got that it guy recently, and I'll tell you, I don't remember a thing about it. I remember. Well, that's the problem. Is just like it's. Yeah. He's a graphic artist, and yeah. he's got a student, yeah. and he's. I remember his girlfriend's their black. mom. And yeah. he, I also, more so, the more, the most memorable part for that movie, of that movie for me, was him explaining uh, the substance that can be, that and like the, the talent that really gets put into like graphic novels and like how they work on it makes them cool. Like I was like, oh, that's cool. Like I was just really interested in it, I guess. But, yeah. Um, I, I don't yeah. remember a single thing about that movie. Uh, the, the, the student that, he sleeps with her mom. She's really interesting. The mom's really cool. Um, yeah. The person who steals his wife um, is the guy who plays the brother on uh, Orange is the New Black. He's just <laughs> one of those guys that's you, real interesting and shows up in a bunch know, of stuff. I've never seen a single episode of that show. I have. I didn't like it. I was going to say, it's. I watch what everything. Are you I, I lived. Seen it all. When that show sexist? came out. I lived with Min and Kara. And what are so you, I li- sexist? Yeah, you saw all of it. I was well, I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. I lived with lesbians that were talking was, shit about that in, show. You're in the storm. Oh, yeah? They hated it? Yeah. yeah like, well, that's vindicating. Well, yeah, yeah, I was like, they were like, don't watch it. And I was like, cool, I guess I trust you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, it, it's, you, he... He, Jemaine, steals the wife in Dinner for Schmucks. I know that's on our list, but have you guys seen that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have forever ago. I frequently... (laughs) Have you ever lived inside of a zebra's vagina? Yeah. 
No, so every time I, I, I have... Okay, so every time Hollywood tries to tell me Octavia Spencer is like a magical woman... I just oh always God. go back. I just always go back to her when she's like channeling the dead lobster. I'm like, yeah, no, she isn't. She's just funny. <laughs> like, she channels dead animals. That's that's all I need. Like, I don't need you to tell me she's whatever. I don't care. Yeah, the but, she's like the the mystical mammy or whatever. I think is the name of like the. It's it's, it's pretty fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, whatever. If if it whatever. If it's cool, it's cool. If it's not, and also, I just I I just yeah. I find dead lobsters way more engaging. <laughs> then, oh, then her attempts at mysticality. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is that a word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. You you went to you went to book school. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, Patrick. None of us got to see it because nah, it was impossible to it's find. It's fucking Bavarian. Can we leave with that? Name me one other thing from Bavaria, Jared. That's uh, not sausage, Patrick. cabbage, sausage, mustard. Uh, women with boobs falling out of their tops. Wait, for real? Hold on. <laughs> Are you for real right now? I, I may be thinking of uh, Oktoberfest. Oh, I was if just I talking about Bavarian my women, Bavarian do bake. Do I just hit a dating website? Oh, yeah. yeah okay. Bavarian singles okay. in your area. Okay. They're very excited okay. to meet okay. you. I mean, okay, besides all that, besides titties and sausage... Have you heard of another what Bavarian movie? Okay, whatever. Uh, I'm just nope. I'm just trying to fight for the case for the fact that <laughs> I got that nothing. I, I tried to see this movie, and then when it was like, when can I watch it? And it was like to be announced. Like it's not, it doesn't exist. It got made and it came out, and then it just didn't. You can't even watch it, which is kind of crazy. I was really impressed. That they you just even, kept wanting me to watch Patrick Melrose, and it's like I don't know what this is, but it's yeah. got fucking. Well, I'll have you know I managed to tie it into the timeline. So good. Yeah, well, I don't even know. Involved, so I don't even know who Jermaine is in that movie, and I made it work. I mean, there's a lot he's of a like son who in- inherits his father's nudist camp and has to take over, but he's not feeling real about it. But he's not the main I mean, character. That's not him, right? He's like a supporting character in there. Oh, I'm assuming he's just yeah, another. See, none one. of us saw this. Well, it was dumb of us <laughs> to put it on the list then. Well, no, I read this. You I read some. Put dinner for schmucks. I just looked up. Uh, I, I read the synopsis, so I pretty much have. Uh, if anybody's an expert on the movie now, it's me. I, you want me yeah, to there's... tell you? So someone breaks into a trailer with a hammer. <laughs> I'm serious. So there's a nudist colony. Well, someone breaks into a trailer with a hammer. The guy can't I find the hammer, is... and that's what the movie's about. He's, he's looking for the hammer. I think that's it, it. It brings up an interesting conversation, though, and it's like, no matter how connected we become as a society, like I can order a Dutch oven and have it delivered in two days from Amazon. Even during even during a I, pandemic, right? I know. Just, I, yeah. I, I was like, oh, it'll take a couple weeks to get here, but I got a Dutch oven on my kitchen counter now. Tell you what, I just um, got a big ass wicker chair today that the box is as big as me, and the guy just left at the base of the stairs in the rain, and he drove off watching like, me go. Good luck. I was going, hey, where are you? I, I was like, I got my <laughs> shoes on, and he just drove off. And then I, I, yeah, that happened today, but whatever, yeah, sorry. Good move on his part. He doesn't give a shit. Yeah, he's a fucking Amazon's asshole. like caring for him. He doesn't care for your packages. No, no um, he doesn't. But, like, it, in 2020, I'm going to have anything delivered now, but we cannot find a movie that we're trying to pay for. Like, it just doesn't exist, which is, it's so weird to think of something not existing on the internet. Yeah, not even streamable. It's not on any platforms. 
like I, tr- I tried downloading a VPN and like showing up somewhere over there. Like I, I picked Switzerland, still yeah. couldn't find it. And you know, you know what that I wonder is until you recently can... you couldn't get Hayao Miyazaki's films on the internet unless you torrented them, which is so fucking dumb. Yeah, let me pay for the things I like. Damn it's because it. it's because that motherfucker's a gangster and he wants you to do it properly. He doesn't want people yeah. watching it on laptops and shit. You know. Yeah. That's true. It's, and then he sold out to Netflix immediately because he needs funding. But, you know, yeah, he's a gangster. We all know. Originally, you had to buy the film and a projector, and you had to project it on the side of your house uh, and have an orchestra play underneath it. You want to watch my watch movie? It. You come to Japan. You fucking wait in line. <laughs> come to my living you room. Learn you learn Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> come at me. <laughs> this moving castle is me giving no shits. You pick that one, huh? It's <laughs> the only one I can think of off the top of my head. Ooh, spirited away, bud. Well, yeah, Long we'll do Miyazaki. So I just, I just Sp- went through like spirited away catalog. my nuts. I, I, I howls, whatever. Um, Maybe about a little humor me. Too. Okay, so next up we have humor <laughs> me. Um, humor me. I'll let you guys um, go first. So I wasn't sure how he felt about it. Um, I liked it. So I like went and looked up like people's reviews, and I, I pretty much agreed with it. Is he's the best part of a mediocre film? Fair. Uh, so it's got I think Elliot Elliot Gould, something Gould, like a, a known character actor who's like just plays old Jewish man all the time. Elliot in Gould, every yeah, film he's that incredible he's in. from yeah. Mash and other fame. Yeah, he's Rachel's yeah, dad, he, or uh, he's I the Geller like- father on Friends. Yes. Yeah. I did, he, I did like his even jokes. he's just kind of okay in it. Well, he's like one dimensional until the end, you know. And then even yeah. then, it's kind of like it's not like there's not a huge shift. It's just like you hurt my feelings, and then the next scene, you know. But like him living in a retirement community, and but it's it's the same kind of character as um, people, places, things, where it's like failed artist. Can we talk about that retirement community, by the way? Because that was balling, dude. Oh, yeah. If I, if I, I, I mean, retire like that, I can drink and drive a go-kart around and shit. Paint a picture. So I'm a mean, viewer. I haven't watched this fucking the, movie. The problem is that's Florida. So it's just like a suburb of a bunch of old rich people yeah. who are horny. And so it just gets hit on by like has, old women all the time. It has its own toll. So like it's its own protected, gated community. And there's like a toll with a cop or whatever she was and then security guard yeah and they all just had to be mobile they all just had these little go-karts like golf carts and they just drive around and golf and hang out and just it's and they have like two-story houses it's it's like a dream it's like friends but for old people yeah it's it's a little suburbs see i would be i always i am talking about if i could live in you know, within the distance of my best friends, and you could just walk over and fucking do some couch co-op or watch a movie with a friend. You know, it's kind of what it was. Got to get in on that. Yeah, baby. I mean, that's what that's what retirement's gonna be when we re- if we get to retire. We're gonna oh, be yeah, playing I, Call dude. of Duty five thousand. Yeah, World of Warcraft Vaping. classic, classic. <laughs> we remastered. Yeah. I was trying to figure out who. Okay, uh, Ingrid Michaelson was good though. She was fun. Yeah. Plays kind of yeah. his, like, love interest. Also, Jermaine had his shirt off a decent amount in that movie. He's a hairy Which man. Which Tyler was very for. Yeah. Well, yes and no. But I'm neither here nor there. But I did notice it, and I observed it. And I noticed um, Jermaine. This man is shirtless. Yeah. It was cool, you know? Like in I, the, uh... 
in yeah. I, I forgot to mention that in Eagle versus Shark, do you guys remember when he asks her what to buy for a girl? Like what to buy for a girl and then they, they talk about flowers and then he gives the flowers to, you know, the his his dead brother's ex. So when he says, What do you buy for a girl? and like they're all shouting out their answers, one of his friends goes, Vitamins <laughs> like, <laughs> I just I was laughing for so long about uh girls love vitamins and I totally I've been bought vitamins before because I take um, vitamin D, and uh, I I really liked it. And I, so I, I, I texted myself to buy Alexia vitamins on her next birthday. <laughs> <laughs> She's not going to like it. Um, I just I wanted to get no, to that. No, it's a good bit. Yeah. Um, so now the one that I I will see at some point, but I did not watch, uh, Don Burdon. Don Burdine. Don Burdine. I mean, it looked really interesting. I just did. I ran out of time. It has a great premise. Yes. Um, awesome like the premise. movie sounds great. If I were a studio and they were like, yeah. okay, here's the cast. Here's yeah. the premise. Like yeah. Danny McBride as a mega church leader is I, pitch perfect. I feel, I feel like that idea warped into like it got in his psyche and then righteous gemstones happened. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh. Righteous Gemstones is so good. I know I haven't seen it, but I've seen Vice Principals and I've seen Don Verdine, and it feels like that's an accumulation of that. You know what I mean? Like that's. I where... love the HBO just keeps being like, "Hey, Danny, do whatever you want." Right. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. I mean, he does one thing really well, right? Like yeah. He's he's amazing, and he he like, do more than one thing, but he's. I liked great. him in Alien, Prometheus, or whatever. In Alien Covenant. Covenant, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's Not a movie Covenant. that I think is really good. Like. Like full stop. Well, I think it's. You know. I think it's you know great. why you think it's good. Because Catherine Walter. Watterson is a is the lead of an action movie. And you have Walter. Yeah, he's. I mean, Fassbender is. He's got to be like yeah. one of the best working actors that just takes anything. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. He's he's got. Oh, the I, I have to wear career. a head and uh, just he needs sing weird agent. surrealist music. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm Magneto. <laughs> Yeah, he's. I'm am- gonna do these back to back. Okay. Um, but yeah, in in Don Verdine, I think it's it's a bummer because the premise is really incredible and the movie isn't very funny. Like, yeah. hmm. there's not jokes in the movie, really. Yeah. Um, Danny McBride is is maybe the funniest it gets. Yeah, and he's and Jemaine, like Jermaine is funny, but it's like I don't know, it's different. Yeah, he he's funny. He's doing a funny character, but he doesn't have like I feel, yeah jokes feel, written for if, him. Yeah, if I, I feel like if I was on set and I watched Jermaine be like, "All right, I'll be right back," and then he gets on set and does that, I'd be rolling laughing like it's yeah. super funny. He's but, he just, yeah. He's in the beginning whenever like he's on the phone with Don about like getting the artifact, and he's like, "Okay, chill out, sababa, it's cool." Yeah. <laughs> I, keep, yeah. I keep telling Alexia to sababa now. <laughs> I always like that. Well, my favorite part, my takeaway from that movie is when Carol gets hit in the groin with that slingshot. And it's him just in that accent being like, Carol, oh my God, you hit her in the uterus. Oh my God. Yeah. This is really funny. And her, the way that he loves Carol is really sweet. And that dance scene, like, so he has the Pontiac with like the tasseled jean jacket. And, uh, like, when he fucking makes that guy get in the boot of the Pontiac, it's like, there is some stuff that's, 
entertaining, but it's just it's yeah. it's not an anti comedy. It's just a movie that is strangely chill for the entire runtime. And also yeah. the protagonist, Don Verdine, is a fucking, you know, a, a religious artifact archaeologist. You have no idea if he like who he is until the last three minutes of the movie. Like it doesn't spend a moment on whether he's religious or what he cares about or like it, you get no insight into who he is until the very end yeah yeah so yeah it's true it's strange it's really strange i it's my least favorite thing that i watched for this yeah it might yeah i think i might agree with that it, uh yeah well yeah. after that i was I, I came fresh off that and was like man i'm not excited about gentleman broncos because i just watched this jared hess movie that i hate and That's then, jared, and then gentleman broncos fucking destroyed me it's amazing yeah i'm glad you like that because i really was worried because i was like man he just got through john verdeen he's gonna have that lens while he watched gentleman broncos so i was i was, no. I was scared that it was gonna ruin your experience like i was hoping i'd rather you just never watch john verdeen yeah, yeah. and just started gentleman broncos like yeah Maybe I was maybe I like Gentleman Broncos even more because I just it wasn't Don Verdine. Maybe yeah, and it was such a different change of pace. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Real talk. Well, yeah, if you guys want to watch that movie again together? Let me know. Oh damn! I, I love that movie. Uh... I, I will quote that movie all fucking day. This may I be the first time Jared has ever said no to anything. <laughs> yeah, you're trying to get me to watch fucking Faults in Our Stars, man. You want to watch Gentleman Broncos? Hey, hey, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Yeah, Jared's right, also right, been propositioned up. for a lot of three ways that I think he said no to less fervently than what he than saying no to rewatching <laughs> that movie. I got a proposition for a three way next to you, Levi, and you didn't even know what happened. I was oh, drunk. Wow. Yeah, we were. It was we. We went to Chicago, and the first bar we stopped at, these people started buying us drinks, and I was just like, "Oh, cool, Lord. some friends," you know. So I started talking to the bartender, and then Jerry like starts tugging on my arm, and is like, "Let's get out of here." And then yeah, apparently they were. Uh... Yeah, the uh, and I I've told people that this happens to me sometimes, and I think it's just because I have an energy where it's like down to clown. You sure, have a down to like, clown I'll probably. I used to get I won't say drugs no. a lot. Uh, yeah, it's different, but. Your facial uh, hair. But yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we were having these Malort shots, and then the guy was talking to Levi, and then the woman just grabs my hand and puts it straight on her boob and oh. just gives me the eyebrow. And I'm like, whoa. Thanks. Holy shit, <laughs> Let's go. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah we'd, been wow. In, we'd been in Chicago for like three hours. <laughs> God damn. Welcome to Chicago. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, it's a fun city. Yeah, that's, um, that's called doing it Chicago style. <laughs> yeah. Chicago. Oh, I miss Chicago style. Yeah, Chicago style. Uh, R.I.P. Joe. Men in All Black right, 3. Next? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Men in Black uh, 3. Yay! Yeah, boy. I was so delightfully surprised Josh by that. Brolin was so good yes. Yes. in that movie. Josh Brolin's yes. the man, man. Yeah, he man. plays Tommy Lee Jones like, ugh. And he makes him likable. <laughs> Which yeah. Tommy Lee Jones hasn't been for a while. Yeah. Yeah, Tom, Tommy Lee Jones is also, like, I, I think that he's a really, really good actor. And Tommy doing, Lee Jones is great. I think that doing, and he's doing something really specific in Men in Black, and I think yeah. coming in as Josh Brolin, like, that's such a hard thing to make it not feel like an impression. Yes. You yeah, know? And it, but it wasn't. I know. Yeah, no. It, it well, felt like the same character early. <laughs> they're both from Texas, right? I don't know where Brolin's from. I know. I'm pretty Tommy sure. Jones no, Brolin. Dallas. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure 
Brolin is also a Texan because he has been on camera like being like, "No, nah, Whataburger's the best." Like, shut up. Hold on, Josh. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's Brolin. my he's my guy, man. <laughs> I think that that performance is kind of sneakily difficult. It's not even sneakily. That's just straight up something hard to do. Um, and he does it really well. He was born Will in Smith. Santa Monica, baby. You got fooled. Oh. He was. Oh, shit, man. Well, all right. <laughs> and this Men in Black 3 is a movie. Will Smith is. We I think we still forget about the new millennium, you know, sometimes. We all forget that it's still the millennium, and he's still the fucking one of the biggest movie stars in the world. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I think he, like they've done studies where like if he's in a movie, it's gonna make bank. Like he's yeah. one of the best, or it's like he's one of the best paid to. I don't know, but yeah, Men in Black like, Three was like hella fun. Jermaine yeah. was having a blast talk, in that role. Yes. Yes, talk about a successful those... addition to a movie that start, like happened a long time ago. Like, I honestly, when that came out, I was like, "Oh man, that's too bad. That's gonna suck." And then I never watched it. And then I'm like, "Oh my god, like this, this is great. I, I, super good." I yeah, I, I think Men in so Black much. Two is probably not great. And then in Men in Black Three, like they kind of they kind of get they get a little froggy. And it's so yeah. what's off. funny is my first time seeing this was uh, in a drive-in theater in a double feature. Because someone's like, yeah, let's go watch the movies. And I, I don't even remember what the other movie was, but was that it was Men in Black 3, and I enjoyed the hell out of it. You want to hear something funny? The night before I watched Men in Black 3, I watched half of Men in Black International thinking I was watching Men in Black 3. Oh and I was, like, I was like, where's Jermaine? Where's Josh Brolin? What is this? <laughs> hey, uh, Tyler, any, any good? No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Which is so sad because that cast is fucking killer. Yeah. Yeah, Hemsworth is a is a Hemsworth, really really natural Hemsworth comic actor. Is I hated him in that movie. I thought he was super unlikable. Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson. Yes, they're both I just didn't find especially him like just super unlikable, no clear. It just felt like a weird theme park movie of How like How the fuck do you make him unlikable? I almost want to watch, watch this movie it. now. Dude, watch yeah. it. It's not good. I I mean, I didn't enjoy it. I kept I kept watching them cuz I was like these special effects are cool. And I wanted to see what happened. I essentially this is what I do, especially with Marvel movies. I won't watch it, but when it comes out, I'll watch like the last twenty minutes to just watch like the, the big set piece. Yeah, like what the people come for, you know? Like I sure. so but um I can't yeah. I it was not good. good, thankfully. Yes. You watch uh, Marvel movies the same way that you watch porn. You just skip to the uh, the, the climax. Uh, if you're talking old porn, where they used to be a setup. The wholesome kind where they actually pretend. He's like, no, I don't, I don't. Yeah, she not talk I want the. Yeah, they'd set it up. They'd be like, "Oh, I'm uh, this person, and this is where you are in society." And it'd be so naughty if we did this, right? And then, but now it's just like, "Hey, you're in a kitchen. I'm in a kitchen." Well, no, if we're talking like 2019, 2020, it's you're my stepbrother. Oh, that's that's the new big one. Yeah, I heard that's trending. I didn't realize that was like incestual porn. I hear it spikes actually during the holidays. That's what I heard. Like, oh god, yeah. that's troubling. No, yeah, I heard. I heard the searches for that. It like spikes uh, during the holidays. So. No, oh, I hate that. Yeah, it's pretty gross. But Men in Black Three. <laughs> I mean, it is gross though. Men in Black. Uh, I want to say one thing about Men in Black, and it's kind of porn related. A lot of goo. In, yeah. like, every Men in Black movie, they're nice yeah. and gooey. 
You know, because yeah, yeah. the aliens, they got to be gooey. Okay, so that's one they thing. They got to splatter. Okay, so like, can I tell you, after I watched Men in Black International and then went back to Men in Black 3, I realized how good Men in Black 3 was because it's such a successor to what Men in Black is. Okay, let me tell you what Men in Black International doesn't have. It doesn't have any scenes in Chinatown, no grubby street scenes, no homeless oh. people. There's no what? goo. Okay, no, I take oh. it back. There is a goo. There is goo. But um, <laughs> but I realized just so much of the soul was gone. Like there wasn't just, I don't know, it was just like people in black suits being incompetent. It wasn't like, I don't know. But yeah, so Men in Black Three was great, and yes. Well, I, Men in Black Three is a movie that is it started without a finished script, and I think you can tell at a couple of places that like there there's a few. It's not necessarily like a MacGuffin thing, but there's a few things that are like a little bit labored and then Hmm. I think it starts out and you're like okay this premise is solid and then the ending is really really incredible but I think like you can tell that there's a little bit of like growing pains in there um, just uh, in a couple of spots Um, but it's still like I think the ending of Men in Black 3 is like maybe the best thing in any Men in Black movie and the first one is like is amazing but I think of course yeah, just the way that they've somehow that they they made it work. Yeah, you know that yeah. fucking it, it made the it contextualized their entire relationship. Yep. in a big it made it action. Yeah, it was yeah. very it was very satisfying, especially for a fan like as a kid watching that movie so much. Like that was if it, it felt good without feeling like I was just being played like sentimentally on something I already cared about. You know what I mean? It feels um, earned. I think there's sure. whenever you get a big ending like yeah. that, like there's so many movies where I'm like, man, that ending is great, but I don't think it it like in, I don't necessarily know what the concept of earning it means. Like I'm not prepared to expand on that, but I yeah. pretty frequently I'm like, oh, I don't really know if they're in that ending. And in Men in Black Three, I was like, hell yeah, father yeah. figure, yeah. love, yes. <laughs> that is your shit you have Aubrey Plaza and father figures (laughs) yeah dude well yeah any like we talked about Ad Astra we talked about the dad space movie the dad space movie is one of my favorite things in the world and that's what Men in Black 3 is and it's a baseball movie they go to fucking Shea Stadium 69 baby or not 69 yeah 69 Mets baby yeah Miracle Mets the fucking amazing how cool is that how cool is that I got got goose pimples I'm proud on Mike I'm proud I'm proud Guys, as an he's Orioles, got goose pimples. Like as an Orioles fan, I'm happy to have been a part of that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, dude. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like I yeah. think that's such a spectacular yeah. moment in history and like it was so cool to see it in a movie and I was like, yeah, man, I was there kind of like expansion team in the early 60s, last place every single year until they yeah. win it with a fucking cobbled together squad, yeah. entire city in New York watching and oh god. And okay, right? I wanted to ask you so guys, cool. do you like Michael Stuhlbarg in that movie? Um, I like him. I'm gonna say it. Who is he? He's he plays the alien with all of the fucking jackets and hats. Who's yeah. like, yeah, I like he's him. got like got the bright blue eyes and he. he, he oh yeah, me. he was Griff. yeah fascinating. Griff. Griff. He reminded me of a character in like a uh, uh, help me out, Levi, the guy that wrote Hitchhiker's Guide. Douglas Adams. I knew Doug- you were yes. gonna say that. Yep. Yeah. So it's so 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 uh, inherently like a Douglas Adams type of character of just making space feel so serendipitous and, and amazing and scary yeah, yeah. but uh, incredible like um and and uh that it was cool man i dug it i dug it i and really like want to go back this... and get some douglas adams so totally like holistic totally. detective did you ever watch that holistic detective agency or whatever no oh because God. the guy it's... 
the guy who wrote it is like the worst man in the world, and oh. now like I'm I don't want to. Well, never mind. I won't watch Max participate. Brooks? Uh, let's not talk. We're not going to go down that. Yeah, right yeah, now. yeah. Okay. Not the time. But, I, but no, that, that TV show was fantastic. In the scene where well, Bill Hader plays uh, Andy Warhol. Warhol, yeah, when he's kind of he's <laughs> going, he does the bit for the first time where he's like, "Oh, if that if this happens, then we're in this universe." And like, unless he does this, oh, did you have chocolate milk today? And he's like computing what timeline he's in to figure out the situation that he's in real time. Yeah, I think it's like. It's so fun, and it's such yeah. a fucking difficult thing to do well. And that character, yeah. like, I, I think that it, it, it's a testament to Michael Stuhlbarg as an actor because that character is way too fucking cute, and yeah. he is great. And he's, and he's a grown man, yeah, and he made yeah, that cute. Yeah, yeah, dude, exactly. Yeah, that's a steep hill when you're yeah, a grown, grown-ass guy and you have to be cute like that. He, yeah. You got, he's got ten jackets and a little fucking beanie with a ball on it. You know. Yeah, I, I could have. It's honestly, adorable. Yeah, I, I could have watched more of that. Honestly, if they made like a some sort of weird spiritual successor, like a like a show strung out of that sort of Men in Black universe with like, I, don't, I would I'd check it out. Thousand it, percent, as long as there's still yeah. goo. Yeah, as long as there's goo in Chinatown, baby. <laughs> and that's, like all that's of gonna the... be on Levi's writer is gotta got goo, baby. I need goo, yeah. But it's it's also <laughs> like the the production design is so like it feels like sixties sci fi, you know, like all of the guns look like straight out of a fucking dollar store. Right. And that's this is the third movie. They have some budget. They could clearly hire production designers or whatever, but it's like everything is like you know, it 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 feels like the original and it's like it's all very, you know, it feels like 60s like jetsons fucking retro future you know? yeah right yeah yeah that's all i got on men in black uh and then our last movie uh this is the movie that we all watched together uh was an evening with beverly Lynn. oh wait 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 wait. we didn't talk about jermaine in men in black no we didn't whoops <laughs> we did a little bit I, yeah wing back up I, yeah we should back up i want to i want to know what you guys think of him specifically. So watching a lot of these movies back to back, like there's a voice that he does. Um, and this is, I think the most like intense version of it. And it's like, yeah, it's like kind of gruff and like, like trying incessantly not to be Kiwi. I feel um, like, and I, I really enjoy it. I, I love him as a villain. Cause he is just chewing at the goddamn scenery. Yeah. I, I feel like my one takeaway is I, I felt like there wasn't I, – I feel like I'd be surprised about – if someone actually told me how much screen time he has in that movie, I'd be surprised. Like by how at much – How low? How low it was, yeah. Because yeah. I liked him a lot, but I felt like I wasn't – like I, I felt like I got more of like the bug guy than I did of – like I kept – I honestly started forgetting that he was like a menace and he was like doing things behind the scenes. Yeah, like that's, I got, that's kind of my it, take, too. Yeah, it wasn't a bad thing. Like, I enjoyed the movie a ton, but I realized, like, oh, wow, he really wasn't in that movie as much as I thought he was, or he was going to be, like, as the pivotal villain at some point, you know? Like, but, yeah. I, I think too much prosthetics. I think that's a yeah. role where you, I want to see Jermaine. I want to know it's him. They covered him up he, too much. They covered him up too much. His dialogue was pretty straight. Yeah, I was um, expecting more funny. I want more. I mean, even just if more it's Jermaine. not funny, just it's more Jermaine. weird. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. But he like you got was Jermaine going Clement. full villain, and he looked like he was having fun. Yeah, he I'm was, sure he had, he's, yeah, I agree with that. 
I like his tattered jacket too. In the beginning, he's got that big fucking coat that's just full of holes before you, know what, you see him on the yeah. motorcycle. You know, you know what line I do like? Yeah, that's right. I, but the scene I really, the line that I do like uh, when they said like, "Hey man, make love, not war," and he's like, "I do both," <laughs> or like, "I like both," and I was like, "Oh, I like that." Yeah, I the it's <laughs> them like handing him what did they hand him a flower? I can't remember. Yeah, it was a flower. Yeah, I was like, ugh, and then he turned and was just like, it, it was really funny, like yeah. him being, uh, you know, he's got a bug crawling out of his hand, and these hippies are like, whoa! Yeah, see, so what a cool character concept, I wish I could have oh, saw more. love the concept. Like, it was sure. only at the very end we got a glimpse of, like, what he was and what he's capable of, and I was like, ah oh, man, like, what a yeah. cool, you know, but whatever, it was cool. So, no, I agree. I think that, like, the idea that the little bug crawls out of his hand and he can shoot the spikes. Like, yeah, he has shoot like, a lot of spikes. Yeah, he has, like, a weird symbiotic relationship with, like, other creatures inside of him and stuff. Like, that's pretty cool. I think that sure. if that movie is, I think in in a better script, that he gets to play around a little more and he gets to do some weirder shit with his, like, you know, with his bug. Yeah. Like, I just wanted to, I want more. That's all I have yeah. to say. Yeah, I guess that's not a bad thing, right? If you want more. Well, because Men of Black 3 rules... I agree, but I think it rules almost all because of Brolin and Will Smith. Yeah. Yeah, um, for sure. Like, I think Jermaine is good, but I, yeah. it's not like, he's not fucking batting a thousand. Right, right. No, Brolin right. is 100% the strongest part of that entire film. Yeah. I, yeah, I think the villain is probably the thing that suffers most. On this note, can I also complain, I, before we do the timeline, uh... Well, we still got Beverly Left Lynn. Before yeah, Left we do. Lynn, Let's yeah. talk about Left Lynn. Let's talk about okay, that. Okay, maybe. Whoops. So this was the movie that we watched together, An Evening with Beverly Left Lynn. Um, originally, Levi had uh, vetoed this because uh, uh, Plaza is his bae. Um, and he gets in trouble anytime he watches anything with her because uh, he just gushes about her to his girlfriend. Well, yeah, uh, I fiance. just... Yeah, I, Sorry. I had like fiance. a... Fionc, yeah. Um... I yeah I I I try to avoid the the plaza. Just cause uh, I don't know I I had a big crush on her back in the day and I don't you know you it's like a you don't talk about your ex all that much unless there's a good reason to 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 your current girlfriend it's kind of that well situation. this was a damn good reason because this movie upon thinking about it because I I I definitely think night of I was the most weirded out by it. <laughs> uh, I was it, laughing for most of the runtime. I think. Cause yeah, it, you were. What was the <laughs> review you kept reading? And it was uh, David Lynch meets the Three Stooges. Yeah. Uh, I, and that's really fucking appropriate. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if it's super slapsticky, but there is like it. It is definitely Lynch. Like it. It has sort of a a, a Twin Peaks vibe um, oh for sure it was like on the nose yeah it's got yeah. a little bit of twin peaks a little bit of jared hess i'd say um yeah. like it felt something that's sort of a piece with all of the hess films that we watched um oh, and yeah. i kind of i think it's kind of a bop i i'm 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 into it i feel like if i had been i want to watch it again in real life and with a couple beers with my buddies to that movie you know what i'm saying totally yeah because i definitely so i have a weird thing where i okay so the whole twin peaks thing really i'm at this weird thing where like i I don't know if i just don't get it 
or that aspect Twin Peaks of it. or people intimating Twin Peaks? The same thing, like that 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 strange over histrionic acting style. Um, we're gonna let things breathe a little bit too long. Yeah, we're gonna where, have where these it's awkward pauses. Yeah, it's like a self aware melodrama. Stilt um, yourself into soap opera, and then we're gonna fucking stare at it. Yeah, I sometimes I like it, but then sometimes, especially in season two. But we can talk about it another time. But yeah, I just I got really worn out on it, so I'm like really reluctant about it. So when I go back I and watch you. like Beverly Love Lynn, and maybe I just don't get it. I, that's the thing. I look it up, and I'm like, is there something I'm just not aware of? And like, because I feel like sometimes, like I appreciate it, and then sometimes I'm like, okay, like this is weird. Like let's. So I I didn't laugh as much as I probably would have. Had I not been bugged by that watching Beverly Loughlin. But there Tyler, was a lot of... I would love to talk TP. I just want to get that on record that I would be very excited about talking TP someday. I know. And don't get me wrong. I like TP. I do. That's, that's your spin-off you know podcast. You know I do. Talking TP. You know talking like TP. TP. Yeah. Uh, you know and it's, I like that. Each episode, you could talk about an episode of Twin Peaks and you review a brand of toilet paper. I knew um, you were going to make that joke. I should have fucking put i should text you tyler put some money on that i knew you were gonna make that joke i almost did i stopped myself Mm. don't worry i i will go for the i I was gonna say you could always count on jared to jump in there uh (laughs) but i mean yeah this this cast is crazy craig robinson who doesn't talk for nine tenths of the film but then he makes Um, it all his only line is "Mm." yeah uh matt Mm. berry who's phenomenal as always Ooh, that was really good, Tyler. Yeah, I think that's probably the straightest role I've ever seen Matt Berry in. Yeah. And it's really good. Well, yeah. he's like, yeah, he's so is the implication that he's in he is in love in a, yes. he's in romantic love with Craig yes. Robinson. Yeah. Tragically. Yes. Because Craig Robinson is not reciprocate. Yes. And it takes it took me a while, I think, to realize that because it's fucking Matt Berry and, yeah, and Craig right, Robinson. Exactly. Right, but yeah, but it worked once you realize what's going on. Like when they're playing, you know, finally you get to the show. Anyway, that so yeah, essentially the the <laughs> premise of the film, because I'm sure no one has seen it, is uh, Aubrey Plaza um, is es- essentially her husband is Emil Hirsch, and he's a scumbag that owns a fast food restaurant or he manages it. Manages. Um, Jermaine Clement robs them, and uh, her. And, no, no. Well, uh, let's not go into too much detail here, Jared. I'm just trying to get us to the hotel because uh, that's technically not what happens. But but no, I just I feel like Aubrey's the the guy who plays Aubrey's brother is worth bringing up because that actor is so like I, he's peak Twin Peaks where he's just so over the top in every scene that he's in. Yes. Oh, totally. Yeah. So Aubrey Aubrey Plaza's brother is like an Indian or Pakistani man. Um, that is with uh, bright red hair. Yeah, with with dyed red hair that is doing uh, exactly what um, Jared and Tyler are talking about with the stiltedness. His name is Sam Disanayake. But no, uh, Emil Hurst robs his store. And and then then her brother hires him out of laundromat to go get the money back. Yeah. Um, Anyway, they go and hide out at a hotel where Beverly Lufflin who is Craig Robinson, is playing a show. Uh, and One time Matt only. Barry, yeah, exactly. One night only. And Matt Berry is uh, Craig Robinson's, like, valet, basically. Um, Manager. Yeah. Um, and uh, Aubrey Plaza is in love with Craig Robinson and uh, 
kind of uh, what's his name? Jermaine kind of plays the cuckold a little bit. Not not exactly, but you know, he's like he's the spurned, like he's in love with her and she's not reciprocating. And it is a shade on him that I've never seen. Yeah. Um because he ostensibly could be playing the archetype that we were talking about, the kind of, you know, the the super nerdy, confident, you know, karate garage dweller. Except for that he's really sweet and considerate. Uh, and she doesn't love him at all. Hmm. I mean, what was the name of the rum drink with a Snickers bar in it? Oh my god! Rum and rum and rum and rum and a rum ramble, rambler, rum, rum rambler. Yeah. So at rum one point, it, like, it's just one of the weird <laughs> things about this movie is he at one point gets a drink that just has an entire Snickers bar sitting tootsie in it. Tootsie roll, right? I thought it's a tootsie roll. Oh yeah, it's a, to- it's a it's a big oh, yeah, tootsie, tootsie roll. roll. It's a long it's a big tootsie, tootsie roll. roll. Looks like sitting in the drink. Tyler pointed that out to me. It fucking killed me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and like Uh, everyone in this, pretty much everyone in this movie has weird hair. So Jermaine has, his hair is straight down. And there's a number of characters, like the the bellboy also has that same long straight hair. All the supporting actors, um, half of their performance is with their mouths. Does that make sense? Watch it again. We'll watch it again. Well, Well, yeah, there's, there's a lot of stillness and accents and like well and then they like they'll over exaggerate with their mouths sometimes and then the camera will like hold on their face too like and, and then like a hold for an extra oh. second and, you know what i'm saying like yeah 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 i do yeah like to me that's always like oh man that's this is so david lynch it's kind of also like a tim and eric thing yes like, there feels like yes. a yeah. absolutely like in like a the attention span and the reverence like that it's just surreal i think that's the best way to sum it up is it's it's a surreal movie and I like it. Yeah, no, I. Upon thinking about it, I enjoy it. There were yeah. parts in that movie where I was just uncomfortable, but I, thinking about it now, I, I, I really do think I enjoy it. <laughs> I wish that I could describe what the show actually is because you wait, <laughs> you know, an hour and fifteen minutes into the movie to see what the one night only show is. I I want to urge anybody that wants to that wants to know what the show is. The only way to understand is you have to just watch the movie. Yeah, don't you YouTube have to go watch it. the movie. Yeah, there's, don't look up anything about this movie. We I, I guess I'll, I won't describe it because it made me laugh for like ten minutes. Yeah, like I shed a tear. It it killed Levi. Yeah, uh, I don't. Alexia thinks that I'm um, a, a stupid person. But like, <laughs> that shit was funny though. <laughs> yeah, dude, it was great. Yeah, I I full oh, on like shit. I. I don't know that I would recommend <laughs> Beverly Loughlin or Gentleman Broncos to like just anyone, but both right. of these movies. Anyone who suffered through this podcast, you should go watch both of those movies. Yes, so you're gonna do that to our moms. <laughs> yes. Hey, mom and dad, I know I've uh, recommended Nice Guys. That's a good movie. Now go watch these weird ones. Yeah. My mom listened to the first episode, and all she said was that I cuss too much. Aww. <laughs> and I was like, my parents were like, "You giving us some good." Good movie recommendations. I don't know why they sound like they're from the Midwest, because neither of them are, but love the movie recommendations. <laughs> oh, Jared, fantastic movies. Oh, God. Did they, your parents already listen? Uh, yeah, they did. Oh, good. Yeah, I forced them to. Yeah. Um, well, they love So you. now we've gotten, <laughs> I know, uh, to our timeline, uh, which this week will be provided by our resident timologist, uh, Tyler Alabidi. Thank you, Jared. Tyler, you so wanted if- to complain about something first? Okay, I don't want to complain, but I want to, I'm not asking for a pat on the back either, but I would like to mention that given everything we've talked about, 
um, whether it's uh, Jemaine being a vampire from the 1400s, a crab at the bottom of the ocean in Moana, <laughs> a fucking alien, a ta- uh, ta- uh, what is it? A, ta- blog, ta- ta- a, blog? a Targaryen, a Targaryen from no, the outer reaches from of Game- space. That's from Game okay. of Thrones. No, Targaryen. That's what he is. He's a t- okay. No, whatever. Maybe no, he's not. a blog. He's a blog something. Whatever. Given all this, it's been. It was very. It was a little difficult to string this together, and I just want to say <laughs> I did, and I feel like it's the best thing ever. I feel like it's the best I've done. I do. I mean this. I mean this wholeheartedly. So, are you guys ready? You want to set expectations like that? Yeah, I do. Yeah, all right, I'm all right. Come. All right. <clears throat> I want to begin by mentioning that this, overall, this timeline is a story of the variability of who one can be, the many people we can become. All in all, it's a story of redemption, of heartbreak, and the turbulence of time and space in which we, like ambitious plankton, drift within. It all starts with (laughs) Boris the animal. Oh, Boris! He bursts out of jail from the moon, right? He uses, he, you know, sequence of events transpires in Men in Black. He uses the time machine. Here's the problem. See, we didn't see what happened, right? See, the first the first time he uses it, okay, this is what happens. He, he actually accidentally goes farther back. So now we have a split we have a split timeline. Okay? Now, if you remember the guy in Men in Black was pretty loosey goosey. He kinda jammed with the time machine and he fucked up the first time with Boris. So Boris had a lot of uh, cleaning up to do to finally get back to sixty nine. So this is what happens. The huge problem that Boris is now dealing with is there's now two Borises, right? So I'm going to start with Boris number one. (laughs) Boris one ends up in a distant year in human history. He's at the bottom of the ocean. He's lost his time machine. He doesn't know where he is. He's a weird, creepy, crawly creature, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To the untrained eye, he resembles a giant coconut crab. He scours the ocean floor for this device. He eventually goes crazy looking for it any and everything shiny he hoards it forgetting who he is becoming hyper focused on just getting anything and everything trying to find this time machine damn thus, thus Very thank you damn thus shiny moana right he finally <laughs> gives up his efforts are finally fruitful but the time machine is messed up from the pressure of the ocean floor he walks onto land he ends up in a nudist colony which is fine because he blends in being naked and shit he ends up in new york but he has to wait, okay? He's not in the same timeline. He has to live throughout the, all these years waiting for his chance to get Agent K. He realizes with his knowledge he can make some money. He can gain some power, right, on Earth. He starts writing plays, but they're not really that good, right? Humor me, right? That's the movie Humor Me. <laughs> he tries writing graphic novels, but again, no dice. He's just not that good. So finally he's like, you know what? With everything I know, I'm sure I could wow some humans writing some dang science fiction. He's not that good at it, but his knowledge of space and science as Ronald Chevalier will surely wow some humans into giving him some money, which it works, right? He finally gets enough to prolong his life, finally take on Agent K to ultimately meet his demise. Despite all of these years living and encountering humanity and all these impressions being placed upon him, he holds on to, uh, he, uh, he finally just found his just desserts. The universe tried to change his course and to change who he is, but he just didn't, he didn't give in to it, and he held on to his vindications, and he, and he met his demise because of it. 
Now, on the other coin, on the other side of this coin, this galactic coin of circumstance Boris and serendipity, two. Boris two. That's exactly right, Jared. Oh, the time man. slip. The time slip. Right. The other Boris. He comes to in the mid 1400s. He doesn't recognize New York as it was, but instead oh, a bunch Jesus of Native Christ. Americans are running around trying to kill him. They think he's a monster because he is. He sustains himself by eating any of them that get too close. He will be vaguely mentioned in Native American folklore. Trust me, look it up. He stowaways on a vessel headed back to Europe finally once the first European settlers start making connections, right? He doesn't know what to do besides trying to wait it out and go back to America. He ends up in Romania after much hitchhiking and traveling and, you know, sustaining himself on the flesh of humans. He accumulates some money through fear and strength. He becomes a lord over the land, calling himself Vladis Flav the Poker. Ironically, at this time, he gets into a scramble with a vampire, whereupon he is bitten. The vampirism takes over, rewriting his DNA, turning him into a freaking human vampire. Around the year 1969, he watched the rocket launch on television, Apollo 11. He shook his head in shame at the man he used to be, knowing full well that he could have met that demise, and he could have swore on the tiny television he saw something stirring in and out around the rocket uh, bound to launch. It's very tragic. He goes looking for more uh, jobs, you know, and love, and he's trying to really acclimate himself to humankind. And he, this is where he ends up in Beverly Loughlin. He meets a really fine lady. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he's doing jobs and whatnot for money. And, you know, he's a violent, he knows how to handle himself. So, uh, yeah, he does kind of sketchy shit to make some money. And uh, he meets the lady in Beverly Loughlin, and uh, he attends a night an evening with Beverly Loughlin that will change his life forever. Oh my he God. now knows what love is, and he wants to find it. So he moves to New Zealand and uh, as a vampire, right? And he's living with, with uh, uh, Deacon and all the boys, you know, Peter and such and such, Matt Berry. I mean, not Matt Berry. That's why he was show. so complicated. Yeah, man. And, uh, <laughs> he was just looking for love, so he was banging vampires left and right. He gets sick of his flatmates, though, and he gets a job at a video store, and he falls in and out of love with this beautiful New Zealand lady. But this time, learning about love and the power that it itself can grant people, with all the ways the universe and life have ingrained themselves upon him, about the power of love, trust, compassion, and community, seeing what humanity has to offer, he teams up with his best mate, Britt, and starts playing music. He's not very good, however, but it doesn't matter much to him. He's just finally enjoying the ride. Thank you. Woo! Thank you. Thank you. Dude, the uh, the fact that – so you split the timeline and then had him observing his younger self. The, I, I'm uh, – I didn't know that I was going to get to see the great American novel in my lifetime, you know? You've now set the bar. I hope you know that. You're welcome. You're welcome. Hey, can we start putting pull quotes for each other's timelines in the episode descriptions? <laughs> Wait, can you like, start putting what? Like a pull quote for like the dust jacket of your timeline, like, like. Oh yeah, that's fine. I'd call it. I just call it the Great American Novel. It'd be like Tyler's timeline <laughs> is the Great American Novel. <laughs> Levi said that. <laughs> Perfect. Put it in the description. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did I miss anything? I can't remember. I don't think no, so, man. You hit them all. Okay. I, I didn't know how you were gonna get to to fly to the Concords, but you you threaded that needle. Yeah, it goes back to New York, you know, or New Zealand, then moves back to New York. But, um, yeah, you didn't do Patrick. Yeah, I did. He goes to the nudist. Yeah, oh, wait, yeah, you did the nudist. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. I'll be totally After honest. After he was a crab. Come on. 
Yeah, I'll be totally honest. I forgot about Beverly Left Lane until we started talking about it, so I, I went back and like typed it in a little bit. Smooth Dude. operator. <laughs> Thank you. I totally forgot about that shit. Mm, operator. Yeah, nice, so uh, we'll let the audience decide out of a one out of oh, ten how that timeline works. Did you do Don Verdeen? Yeah, of course. I totally forgot. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, hold on. I got it. 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 In his travels of trying to understand humankind, Boris number two, he starts. Uh, he works for a man named Don Verdeen trying to find ancient relics of biblical past. And obviously, right. it's a big old flopper. But he becomes compelled in this mystery that is human love. He doesn't get it, but he wants to. He learns Yiddish. Yeah. I'm sure that actually helped him out when he was like living in Romania and wanted to eat people. Exactly, and that's why his accent was so bad because he's an alien. He can't. He doesn't know how to be a real Israeli guy, you know. <laughs> Sababa. Sababa. So <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> what was your favorite of the ten? Movie performance or sexy? Do we do in that order? Movie performance then sexy. Yeah. Tyler, yes. you want to go? Because I know what they are. Movie. You want to take a guess, Levi, for my favorite movie? Uh, G Bronx. G Bronx, baby. And then um, for performance, I'm going to say. It's a tough one. I'm going to say what we do in the shadows, even though I know it's not the best performance ever. That's probably the most memorable Jermaine character in my life. Like, I will never forget that. A close second would be. You would like a sandwich a lot more if there hadn't been a dick in it. Yeah. If I knew (laughs) someone hadn't fucked it, right? Like, that's so funny. I mean, also, I know he was, like, a huge writer for that movie. Him and Taika both wrote that together. But, like, yeah, I'm like, honestly, okay, Gentleman Broncos, best movie. Um, Vladis Flav the Poker for best performance. Runner-up being Ronald Chevalier because I love that character so much. And um, sexy, easy one, humor me because his shirt's off, like, a lot. There you have it. No, I take it back. What we do in the shadows is sexy. What are we doing in the shadows? Jared, do you want to go or you want me to go? Uh, sure. Uh, weirdly, I'm going to say my favorite out of all of these it probably would have been what we do in the shadows, but if it's what I want people to watch, it's going to be The Evening with Beverly Left Lane, <laughs> just so other yeah. people have seen this weirdness. Because um, I just need more people to have seen this. I'm, I'm um, for it. Performance, yeah, I agree. What we do in the shadows, like he's just, he's chewing the fuck out of the scenery and i really enjoy that yeah um and uh sexiest i would say people places things because he's a good dad (laughs) yeah and he's got that real daddy energy ladies love that you love a daddy no i do i love a daddy we all love a daddy um favorite uh performance or no favorite movie first favorite movie is gentlemen broncos i I'm Yay. so I I feel like Convert. that's one. You know when you watch a movie and you know you're going to watch it a dozen times. Levi, please like, watch it with me. I, yeah, like I nice watched guys. like when I watched Game Night, I was like, "Oh fuck, everyone that comes to my house for the next 2 months is going to watch Game Night." Gentleman Broncos is the next one. Like I'm I'm I want to rewatch it like Ugh. now. I let's, love it. Let's do it. Let's watch I agree. it. 1000%. Okay. Um so favorite movie, Gentleman Broncos. Favorite performance, also what we do in the shadows because I don't think that he, like he in a in a movie full of incredible jokes, he manages to still be the funniest man in the room every time. 
Yes. And I think he's the only thing in a lot of these movies, or he's the best thing in a lot of these movies. And I think in what we do in the shadows, it's it's that much more remarkable because it's all so good, and still Jemaine is the shining nucleus of the film. Uh, Absolutely. And then sexiest Men in Black three. Ooh. He, he's just me. I love that we all he's... disagree on the uh, sexiest role. Well, I when you said I was like, man, it would be funny to do Men in Black three or People Places things because he's like a nice graphic designer dad, <laughs> or he's like you know a space monster that's gonna step yeah. on me. Yeah. Appreciate Targaryen. I'm just saying. I'm gonna Google it. Right it's a now. blog. Fucking. It's not Targaryen, dude. Blorgon. Men in Black three. Um, Boris. Boris. Oh, you're right. It's not Targaryen. Boglodite. Boglodite. Sorry, it's not. Yeah, Targaryen's <sighs> Game of Thrones. I'm sorry. All right, every, everyone's not listening anymore because they're mad about that. <laughs> so, um, for our actor next week. Uh, oh wait, wait, wait. What's the name of this episode? Did we say it? I, I did. We decide on one. Oh yeah, you had the one. What is it? A good Jemaine is hard to find. Yeah. Oh God! We, do we yeah, do you want so to dispute you, that, Tyler? Thank you for joining <laughs> us for a good Jermaine is hard to find. Um, for next week episode, because uh, it was uh, Levi's turn to pick, uh, we are doing the Adamable. Laura Dern. Woo, Laura Dern. Dern That's Squad. Uh, do you want to run us through our, our, our ten movies Guess so who's people coming can to uh, join us? Guess along? who's coming to Derner? Is it's the still name. Our... We're calling it right now. That's guess who's coming to I'm Derner. I'm gonna come up with something better, and you're gonna look like a fool. Please don't. Um, <laughs> so, oh, actually, if you can, I mean, good, good luck. Uh, okay, so we're starting with Blue Velvet, and we're gonna start doing this. We're gonna have it decided, and then we're gonna have our list decided in case you know our moms want to watch along with us. That's right. Or, or Greg. Um, hey, Greg. Shout out, Greg. Shout uh, out. Blue Velvet is the first one. Uh, we're doing a list of 10. Blue Velvet, number one. Wild at Heart, number two. We're going to do two Lynches. Uh, Jared won't let me do three. Um, <laughs> we already had one week of real weird. I cannot do another week of all weird. <laughs> uh, number three, Rambling Rose, because it is her first Oscar nomination, um, and none of us have ever seen it, and it is a movie that I don't know anything about. Uh, Jurassic bonkers. Park, because we have to. Uh, number five is The Master by Paul Thomas Anderson. Number six um, is Wild, which is the movie with... Uh, no, we Reese dropped Wild. We dropped Wild. We're not doing Wild. Don't watch Wild. Because we don't care about the Oscars. We're doing The Fault in Our Stars for number six because none of us want to watch it. Tyler's so that'll be the movie now. we watch together. Yeah. Um Number seven is Certain Women. It's a small... It's Kelly Reichart. It's a triptych... And it's one of Levi's favorite movies. Actually, let's just call next week's episode all of Levi's favorite movies. Number eight is The Last Jedi, the second best Star Wars movie. Fight me about it. Uh, Number nine is Marriage Story, uh, which we get a little driver action, a little Bombach. Um, She won an Oscar for it, so it's kind of needs to be included. And then Little Women, the Gerwig adaptation in which she plays Mother March, which also is an absolute bop. Um, so that's 10. Uh, they're all going to be the best, and I make the best choices. Yay. Which movie are we watching together? Let's decide right now. Uh, oh, The Fall of Our Stars. 
No, I, I wait, no. If, I, if, actually, if it's, not, it's Levi's wild at turn heart. to pick. Wild it's at heart. Levi's turn to pick. I mean, I, I'm cool with watching a Cage movie together. We sh- I think Just, we should do Wild at Heart because it's crazy. Uh, and Bobby Peru. We like Bobby's Bobby with country Peru. last names on this episode, on this podcast. Bobby, Bobby Ontario, Ontario, baby. Yeah. So Bobby Ontario, Bobby Peru. Um, I think it makes sense. So yeah, we'll do we'll do Wild at Heart together. Um, cool. And then it'll be our best episode yet because all the movies will be the best. And if anyone doesn't like them, we're gonna argue a lot. And I I know I've been I've been really happy like in this Jermaine series and in Gosling. I was kind of like every movie. I was like, oh man, I really like this movie. I like this movie. And in the next one, I he's love gonna them be all. defensive. Oh my god, it's I. We'll I've make got, sure to put. His Twitter in the description so that... Uh, I actually don't have a Twitter. We're all going to get Twitters before the next episode so you can argue with Levi online. I have six of the next of this Dern list on Blu-ray. <laughs> Do you <Jesus>. really? Yes. <laughs> okay. uh, be- because it is going to be a great little episode. We should stretch it into ten episodes. and We can do an episode on each movie because <laughs> that's how great it's going to be. Laura Dern! Well, uh, thank you for joining us for Jermaine Clement. Thanks, everybody. Uh, the, Thanks, Greg. Tyler has now set the bar. Uh, Thanks, Levi Mom. is setting expectations of fantasticness. Tyler uh, won the Man Booker Award this week. Next week, I'm going to win the Pulitzer. No, I'm going to win the Nobel next week. Ooh. Not really. Everybody tune in, though. I want to win a Razzie. Uh, that's that's my, my goal. Uh, um, but, yeah, thank you, everybody. So uh, goodbye from uh, Jared Jack. Tyler the baby. And Levi Dunning. See you in another timeline. <laughs>